let's go to the raw material. Uh, we're in the middle of session 80, received February 27, 1982. Uh, last time we ended on uh, 80.9 uh, with um, a segue from Don's questioning about the negative, the Orion 5D negative entity trying to work on Carla to take light from her and stop the contact or kill her and the power uh, what what was the purpose or the goal of that negative entity and Ross segued very nicely into a discussion of the uh, matrix of spirit and the nature of um, um, initiation of spirit complex uh, that succeeds the work of mind and body and um, begins the discussion of the seven cards of the spirit cycle cards 20, uh, 15 through 21 starting with the devil 15 through the tower 16 these are the rider weight titles and all the way up to um, the seventh uh, judgment I mean sorry the world I don't know, 20 is the judgment is judgment which is um, transformation or actually a great way of spirit but I'll just go and follow and pick up uh, from Ra's answer at 80.8 indicating that what the negative entity working on the LNL group was seeking is spiritual power and Ra then brought in some of the uh, iconography of um, the card 15 matrix of spirit and said uh, you may with some fruitfulness consider the possibilities of moonlight you're aware that we have described the matrix of spirit 15 also called devil <clears throat> as a knight the moonlight offers either a true picture seen in shadow or a chimera and falsity and then the power of falsity is deep as is the power to discern truth from shadow the shadow of hidden things is an infinite depth in which is stored the power of the one infinite creator and so this is the adept then is working with the power of hidden things illuminated by that which can be true or false or false or true the adept is working through um, through the illusory appearances of space-time to the uh, true picture or reality or the form world or the causal world of time-space just like Plato's cave and so the adept either the adept the positive adept works by uh, seeking and making use of a true picture seen in shadow meaning the hidden basis of space-time appearance which is called a shadow or the negative path works through chimera and falsity or or the power of falsity <clears throat> which is the, the manipulation of appearance to seek um, again um, real power that uh, is associated with time space and we're again we're really talking about six chakra activation and the linkage of six and seven so access to intelligent energy six and contact with intelligent access to intelligent energy six and contact with intelligent infinity six seven or seven through six um, and and that includes magic which is the work of six chakra as it 
you know, um, manipulates matter and consciousness. <clears throat> and um, this, um, the hidden things or um, the power um, of intelligent energy, that's what we're talking about. The shadow of hidden things is an infinite depth in which is stored the power of the one infinite creator. The power of the one infinite creator is intelligent energy accessed by six chakra activation and particularly six chakra, seventh chakra linkage after six chakra activation. And <clears throat> that power is accessed by both positively oriented and negatively oriented adepts uh, working with the hidden things that are revealed or stand behind the shadow of appearances. And so <clears throat> the negative entity embraces falsity, knows it, seeks it, and uses it uh, again to continue activation of six chakra. And then Ra talked about missteps in the night are so, oh, so easy. Talking about positive adepts um, who have activation of six chakra and perhaps even some contact with seven, intelligent infinity, um, but still have lower chakra blockages. And so then there's an amplification uh, of the lower, of consequences of lower chakra blockage by the positive adept who's taking these missteps in the night. And <clears throat> now we go to the new material, 8010. Don asks, now the 15th archetype, which is the matrix of the spirit, has been called the devil. Can you tell me why that is so? And um, Ra gives a very deep answer, saying, <clears throat> we do not wish to be facile, meaning simplistic, in such a central query, but we may note that the nature of the spirit is so infinitely subtle that the fructifying influence of light upon the great darkness of the spirit is very often not as apparent as the darkness itself. The progress chosen by many adepts, this is a positive and negative, both actually, the progress chosen by many adepts becomes a confused path as each adept attempts to use the catalyst of the spirit. So the catalyst of the spirit <clears throat> is um, card 17, and that's also called the star. Uh, the progress chosen by many adepts becomes a confused path as each adept attempts to use the catalyst of the spirit. Few there are which are successful in grasping the light of the sun. By far, the majority of adepts remain groping in the moonlight, <clears throat> and as we have said, this light can deceive as well as uncover hidden mystery. Therefore, the melody, shall we say, of this matrix of spirit often seems to be of a negative and evil, as you would call it, nature. It is also to be noted that an adept uh, is one which has freed itself more and more from the constraints of the thoughts opinions and bonds of other selves. Whether this is done for service to others or service to self, it is a necessary part of the awakening of the adept. This freedom is seen by those not free as what you would call evil or black. The magic is recognized, the nature is often not. Uh, and Ra follows up on that with 8011 where Don asked in brackets, could I say then that implicit in this process of becoming adept 
is the possible partial polarization towards service to self. This is mistaken or confused a little bit. Because simply the adept becomes dissociated with many of his kind or like in the particular density in which he inhabits. Don was referring to the reality we see throughout history. That people who've sought strongly on spiritual path in any tradition become hermits or live alone or divorce from society, become renunciates, left home people in Buddhism, and um, may become self, self-centered or selfish or service to self. It, it's more likely that they become distorted than service to self, in my view, uh, or, or uh, reinforce or strengthen certain unrecognized distortions than simply go service to self by um, you know, social renunciation or dissociation from society and others to continue spiritual work or their own path. There's a difference between uh, reinforcing distortions and going service to self. So, Ross said, this is likely to occur. The apparent happening is dissociation. Whether the service, whether the truth is service to self and thus true dissociation from other selves or serves to others, and thus true association with the heart of all other selves, and dissociation only from the illusory husks which prevent the adept from correctly perceiving the self and other self as one. <laughs> Ra so head and shoulders above other channels and other New Age teachings. It's very <laughs> obvious to me. And Don followed it up, and I'm going to explain these three, 80, 11, uh, 10, 11, 12, um, as a triad um, with some true association. Uh, after I finish eighty twelve. Don followed up and said, Then you say that this effect of dissociation on the service to others adept is a stumbling block or slowing process in reaching that goal to which he aspires to? Is this correct? No. <laughs> Ross said, This is incorrect. The dissociation from the miasma of illusion and misrepresentation of each and every distortion is a quite necessary portion of an adept's path. It may be seen by others to be unfortunate. He's all alone. He's all alone. Oh. And so, this is, uh, you know, everybody who <clears throat> has uh, is steeped in the... Um, in the the rich brew of mysticism and long-term practice uh, knows what we're talking about here. And so, <clears throat> number one, the matrix of spirit or the nature of spirit complex before potentiation and distillation. Right? The distillation of further love light or learning, the efficient use of catalyst life experience catalyst, but in this case meaning catalyst of spirit, the star, illumination, the um, matrix of spirit could be called a six chakra or is akin to six chakra before its long-term activation or long-term potentiation, activation of six chakra is potentiation of matrix of spirit, as far as I see, by its interplay with um, the quality of card 16, right, which is um, the tower or illumination, the lightning-struck tower is really lightning. And so lightning 
is the analogy for potentiation of matrix of spirit, which is akin, I'd say, to the work that activates six ray, that leads to uh, efficient use of catalyst, or the capacity to use the quality of, uh, you know, the the use the efficient use of catalyst is using the star, card seventeen. Um, uh, to provide, you know, to basically move uh, through the moon to the sun, <laughs> using the 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 illumination, uh, the 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 lightning of realization, any spiritual realization. I mean, not just uh, you know understanding by thought, but uh, comprehension beyond thought, particularly realizations beyond thought um, represents the lightning illumination of the matrix of spirit devil that then allows uh, careful use of the catalyst for spirit or catalyst of life experience um, which is using the star or guided by the star uh, making good use of the light from the star in the illumined matrix of spirit to um, to provide distilled spiritual adept level uh, experience which is the moon card 18 to move to the sun 19 or significator of spirit which is critical I mean Atman as the sun in fact the symbol of Atman and the symbol of six density is the sun in, in traditions it's a circle with the point in the center so let's look through <laughs> I really don't want to do three sessions three hours on session 80 but we'll do our best here so the nature of spirit is infinitely subtle the nature of six chakra is infinitely subtle the fructifying influence of light upon that great darkness of spirit is um, one way of talking about activation of six chakra or its linkage to seven as well fructifying um, the, the sixth chakra as, as the field of, of Vijnana, of consciousness, very much like fifth skanda Vijnana, consciousness itself. What is consciousness? It's not the same as the contents of mind. It's the field in which mind activity occurs. It's the light in Chittakash. Chittakash, Chitta, like mind or manas, uh, mental process. Akash, Akasha, space. The mind space is Chittakash, since Sanskrit, Nityananda talks about it all the time. In fact, there's a teaching called Chittakas Gita, which means the mind space song. Um, Nityananda's above Ra and comparable to Gautama. Um, these guys <laughs> have gone beyond consciousness, and the adept is working with consciousness. Six chakra is working beyond the, the conceptuality of wisdom, fifth ray, to the transformation of the illumination of the field of mind, the field or space of consciousness itself, or consciousness as a space in which men mentation or mental activity occurs. Working with the light of consciousness, intelligent energy, that's what consciousness is, or intelligent energy um, is very nearly approximated by six chakra activation or the quality of indigo ray, six ray, is very much harmonic um, with intelligent energy. Basically, 
the fifth chakra, fifth skanda, vijnana, consciousness itself, as uh, an awareness light, as uh, light awareness, or a space in which mind has consciousness. Um, that's uh, very resonant with intelligent energy. It's not the same, but it's uh, comparable. And there's a, there's a very close harmony between consciousness, the, the nature of consciousness itself, and intelligent energy. Uh, although, you know, all seven rays come out of intelligent energy. So, very abstruse. But it's fructifying <clears throat> the activation of six chakra, super, super, um, superseding. S-E-E-D-I-N-G, um, all seven rays. So this fructifying influence of light or intelligent energy or working with consciousness upon the darkness of spirit, which really means the unknowability, because we're talking transconceptual here. Consciousness is prior to conception. It's the source of conception, the source of conceivability, because the source, the power, the, the, the source <clears throat> of the capacity for conception is Vijnana, okay? <laughs> so, uh, that which allows conception to occur is the space of mind in which thoughts arise and pass away. So, uh, working with the Chittakash space of consciousness itself is quite fructifying, yes indeed. <clears throat> and so, uh, the the what I'm talking about also is not as apparent as darkness itself, <laughs> meaning the mysterium of this whole matter. What is consciousness? What is the source of conception? The source of thought form and thought formation. So, you know, some people will listen to what I'm saying as, oh, he's evil. <laughs> oh, he's crazy. Oh, he doesn't know anything. Oh, he's a fool. Sure, baby. So that's called, um, you know, uh, the apparent darkness but the uh, subtle fructifying influence of light not seen. So therefore, um, many adepts, positive and negative, uh, get confused. They try to use the catalyst of spirit. So what is the catalyst of spirit? That's the star, right? The third card. So the sequence of one through five with the spirit cycle, 15 through 21, or uh, 21, is devil, matrix of spirit, tower, uh, potentiator of spirit, Star, catalyst of spirit, moon, experience of spirit, sun, significator of spirit. So, using the star to make efficient use uh, or, or to provide distilled experience of the moon, <laughs> using the moon to see clearly rather than to uh, get lost in illusion, to, on, on our way to the sun. <laughs> it's a little strange. But. <clears throat> Um, yes, indeed, many people who are activating Sixth Chakra get confused. And um, using the catalyst of the Spirit is using whatever the tools and techniques and practices they're, they're engaged in to continue their spiritual process, to continue their progress. So uh, the catalyst of the Spirit surely includes meditation and higher study, and uh, could be psychedelics or you know drug drug related like shamanist tradition. Talk. I had a new interview with Ken Bach. Talked about that a lot. Uh, <clears throat> all sorts of austerities. Um, uh, renunciation itself uh, can be used as catalyst of spirit or living in a spiritual community. 
um, and also a certain perspective of life, trying to see through. Certainly magic or occultism, magical activity, and all the groups, the pagan, Wiccan, warlock, uh, whatever they're growing, the white, so-called white magician, white magical community, who think they are white, <laughs> but may or may not be. Like Mr. Crowley thought he was doing good, and now he's not so well. So all of those uh, spiritual endeavors can be called, are associated with Catalyst of Spirit, by which adepts, or those who think they're adepts, or those who seek to be adepts, uh, continue or seek to continue their progress. Meanwhile, few are, grasp, are successful in grasping the light of the sun. Right? Chongsu said, leap into the boundless and make it your home. If you leap into the boundless, I would say it's akin to grasping the light of the sun. It's not grasping. It's actually entering the sun. <laughs> it's actually uh, surrendering like the fool. Uh, card one. Uh, not card one, but one of those cards. is Surrendering um, into the sun. Uh, joining the sun, becoming one with the sun. That's actually, uh, card zero is the fool. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, it That's like before the matrix of mind, <laughs> the fool. And so, Chongsu <clears throat> uh, the fool, with a capital F, uh, leapt into the boundless and made it his home, uh, so-called grasping the light of the sun. You see, there's no grasping here. We're not talking about grasping. But we are talking about becoming one with the solar. And um, that's very literal and figurative, too. By far, majority of adepts remain groping in the moonlight. Um, and the light can deceive, meaning um, the light of the sun or <clears throat> the, uh, the process by which six chakra continues being activated, the spiritual practices that lead to illumination or lightning. The spiritual practices that potentiate matrix of spirit or activate six chakra uh, create a certain kind of um, illumination in chittakash or a greater illumination of mind. Um, a brighter and expanded awareness, right? The doors of perception cleansed. So cleansing doors of perception <coughs> is akin to potentiating the, mat the matrix of spirit, which leads to a certain kind of increased light or consciousness um, consciousness activity in Chittakash or field of mind, by which then uh, adepts can seek further <clears throat> on either path or um, trip and fall and get into trouble on either path. And so groping in the moonlight is um, called spiritual sickness, <clears throat> and um, there are many, many. And basically, we're really talking about the amplification of lower triad blockage, the amplification of fourth and fifth ray blockage and imbalance by the genuine activation of six ray. A real six ray activation that has as consequence amplification and entrenchment of unhealed psychodynamics, i.e. lower chakra blockage, one, two, three, and fourth and fifth ray um, continue, you know, lack of development or inadequate development of green ray, blue ray. So the person becomes over 
activated in four or overactivated in five um, becomes really unbalanced in wisdom over love, like the occultists do, becomes really overbalanced in love over wisdom, as the mystic types can do. So in the Hindu tradition, and in America, in the New Age, you see some people who are super overactivated love over wisdom. In the magical communities, you see some people who are super overactivated or imbalanced of wisdom over love. These are all forms of groping in moonlight, it seems to me. And so there's great self-deception possible. The light can deceive as well as uncover hidden mystery. So uh, very much off, you know, it's people who trust their intuition when they shouldn't. <laughs> they think that, oh, intuition's always right. They have some spiritual awareness. I see you are a whale in your past life, a famous psychic told my associate many years ago. Oh, you were a whale in your past life. Okay, what is that? Is that, is that relevant? Is it true? Maybe so. What? Two billion years ago? Is it important? Well, she was a famous psychic, and she's still doing her thing. Okie dokie. So, mm, people can get very imbalanced uh, love over wisdom, uh, super emotional, super heartbroken, super over-compassionate, and, and even anti-wisdom super attached to spiritual material, spiritual states, higher states, or wisdom over love. Uh, the other love over wisdom is trusting intuition when intuition is lying. <laughs> when intuition is imagination, not clear seeing. Oh, the difference between imagination and intuition, do you know? <laughs> Those who've amped up forth, you know, love over wisdom imbalance by the uh, illumination of spiritual complex or activation of sixth ray get into big trouble. Then there's the other side, which is uh, wisdom over love, and particularly goes to the uh, mind over love folks who are doing spiritual practice or, you know, occult white magic. They think white. And, um, you know, the thin, the thin nose, thin lip type. And those people <laughs> have a lot of trouble also and may go, may go left-hand path. Easy. Easy to go left-hand path. Um, when there's strong wisdom over love and strong six chakra activation by spiritual practice. Very easy to go uh, left-hand path. Ra says, in terms of others looking in, the melody of the matrix, meaning the nature of one who has some somewhat substantial significant development of six ray, the, the melody of the matrix of spirit or those with significant six ray activation often seems to others outside to be negative or evil. Uh, so, it's very strange, but it is true that some uh, people who are doing strong work on the positive path are th seen as evil um, by those who have a lot of fear. The adept, though, indeed has freed him herself from constraints of thoughts, opinions, and bonds of others, including social norms. But, 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 but they still hold Panchasila if they're on the positive path. Okay? If you, if you think that you can drop Panchasila and stay on the positive path because you've had a realization, then you probably haven't even had Sotapanna. Anybody who's had Sotapanna is very committed to Panchasila, Ahimsa, Five Shila, uh, don't kill, don't even kill flies if you can. 
uh, and don't hurt with the body, don't hurt body, don't kill, don't take life, uh, against lying and divisive speech, malicious speech, harsh speech, idle chatter, frivolous speech, don't hurt with your mouth, and don't make trouble, don't, you know, don't try to hurt with your mouth, and don't lie. If you if you can't follow that, um, you won't. Your samadhi is empty. Then don't steal and take what's not given. Then don't harm self and other with drugs or uh, sex. Doesn't have to be celibacy, but it surely is care carefulness in sexual activity, as well as you know any use of substance, which includes alcohol and tobacco or whatever in food even. So. Uh, if the adept or the person who's activated six chakra uh, drops panchashila, they will swing onto the left-hand path or they will depolarize and create negative karma for themselves and get into trouble. And that one um, may well be seen as evil or bad by you know, the uh, unknowing onlookers, um, but uh, it's a very... <laughs> Uh, being free from the opinions and bonds and thoughts of others, or Ross says, dissociation from the illusory husks which prevent the adept from correctly perceiving self and other self as one. That's what the purpose of renunciation is. It's not that society is some evil thing we have to get away from, and it's not that it's um, bad. It is what it is. Uh, the purpose of renunciation is to renounce from falsehood is the dissociation from falsehood, the dissociation from distortion and lower chakra blockage or any chakra blockage. It's renunciation from um, from <laughs> distortion in mind and seven ray blockages. And that's um, that does, in fact, of course, often lead to uh, dropping the false of uh, consensus opinion that may be mistaken right uh, to say oh you're only human that's not true to say um, you know you only have one life to live that's not true to say nobody can know who knows that's not true somebody knows you can know you don't only live once and um, there there are countless human social consensus opinions that are distorted and wrong, mistaken, that need to be dropped. But that doesn't lead, that, do, that's, that, that doesn't justify any kind of breaking of, of Panchashila. Uh, Japanese <laughs> Buddhist teachers, particularly, but you have it in Korean Zen, you, not so much Chinese Zen, because they follow the rules, they still listen, they still follow the monk's rules. But Japanese, Korean Zen, particularly Japanese, um, thinking that Panchashila is optional because they've had some Kensho or um, you know some breakthrough awakening illumination activation of six chakra or even a minor contact with intelligent infinity but probably not uh, a full uh, Sotapanna but maybe you know even Sotapanna first level realization in Buddhism the person still has greed grasping and uh, desire and aversion anger and ignorance, those those kleshas or the three poisons are still there. So, but the confusion that because a person's had realization, then they can um, 
act freely that breaks Panchashila, meaning they can lie and they can do anything they want and they're not harming anyone, just because they've had some awakening, that's self-deception. And so you really do have uh, bad monks and bad lamas and bad roshis. Yeah, but not if they're following Panchashila, <laughs> meaning for the monk, no sex. And uh, money is, you know, irrelevant. But, uh, you know, <laughs> this is the decline of the Dharma time. So, but yes, indeed, the adept has to break out of um, consensus delusion. Yes, that relative freedom is seen by those with less freedom as evil or black. Thus the card 15 matrix of spirit called devil. Magic is not magic is recognized, but the nature is often not. Meaning the power um, that comes through the one who's activated six chakra is magic. The intelligent energy, the access to intelligent energy or power, divine power, um, you know, prana. You can even say that comes through that one is seen, but its orientation as positive or negative is often not seen by those who have a lot of fear generally. And so, but the, um, Ra saying that, that it's, it's possible that, that in breaking away from social consensus, distortions, and delusions, mistaken view, breaking out of, you know, not, no longer taking the crowd for their teacher, as Heraclitus said most do. No longer taking the crowd for my teacher is uh, a kind of dissociation. Ross saying the apparent happening, meaning what really seems to be happening is a dissociation from society or the mind, the views, the opinions, the ways of others. Yes, that's true. You know, um, the thoughts, opinions, and bonds of other self, the bonds including, you know, Gautama left his wife and child. Is that good? Is that bad? Some people will say that's totally bad because he has a responsibility. Uh, and others will say, no, it's totally good because he became a Buddha. <laughs> and look at all the things he did, or all the good that came out of that. Okay, figure it out yourself. So, you know, reality, the, the, there, is no, there is no true conception of reality. All conceptions of reality are sunya, or empty, or illusory. They're relatively real, from a with for, from a certain level of perception, a certain quality of perception leads to a certain set of views and conceptions about reality. So, um, you know, to me the leaf is green, but to a fly, the leaf is what a thousand, um, you know, a thousand diffractions of light, or some kind of subtle. Um, you know, light heat signature composite. It ain't green. It ain't even a leaf. And and the perception that that perception from a fly is no less true than mine. In my perception, this green leaf is no more true than the fly's perception. It's a conception. The fly can't conceive. And at a higher level of being um, or development my conception will be different based on expanded perception. So, perception, uh, the quality, um, the, 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 the 
the quality of perception determines the nature of conception, neither of which uh, encompass the reality being per perceived. And so, uh, you can consider that. <laughs> so, yes, indeed, the adept or one who's doing hardcore spiritual work um, gets into trouble often. Yes, um, there is a dissociation needed from dis from delusion, from distortion, which most people embrace unthinkingly. That's the problem. The problem isn't other people. It isn't society. It's wrong view. It's mistake. It's mistaken, you know, perception or or mistaken conception from limited perception. So the adept is one who's expanding perception, the doors of perception getting cleansed, um, and therefore. Uh, entertains or comes to uh, embrace and hopefully not get stuck in um, a more sophisticated uh, conception of reality and self and so the um, the true dissociation is from illusory husks it's from mistake it's from Maya it's a distortion it's a the, the true dissociation that's needed is from Maya and Avidya and ahamkara that's self you know false self-fashioning or selfhood fashioning that's what needs to be dissociated from but to do that most people need to get out of society or the family at least for a while uh, but the great ones um, they surrounded with uh, you know troubled people who need help like Gautama and Nityananda um, because they because they're internally free so they can be externally um, surrounded and mobbed by people who need help so, uh, the illusory husks are maya, ignorance, avidya, wrong view, mistaken conception, wrong conception based on limited perception. That does indeed prevent ad adept or anyone from correctly perceiving unity, self and other self as one. You see, so Ra is talking about uh, their realization of truth from sixth density, which is self and other self as one, the law of one, the level of unified self. Beyond that is, is beyond self, beyond consciousness, in fact. And so it is necessary for the adept or any spiritual seeker who goes to a certain point to dissociate from illusion and misrepresentation of each and every distortion, meaning each and every distortion is misrepresentation. It is um, faulty, mirrored conception. Faulty is a foggy mirror conception, limited conception, wrong view, um, lack of wisdom, and also harmful tendencies, which which we all have. Um, we need to dissociate from that, and it's necessary for an adept. And it may be seen by others as unfortunate. Oh, that poor person, he's all alone. How terrible. Eighty thirteen. Then is this from the point of view? or with respect to the 15th archetype devil, somewhat of an excursion into the matrix of spirit in the process. Did I... Does that make any sense? I, I'm not sure what he means, but excursion into the matrix of spirit. But we're certainly talking about the nature of the matrix of spirit. And I, again, would say this is the nature of six chakra, uh, pre or independent of its potentiation or further activation. And independent of uh, the distillation of love light or further activation by efficient use of catalyst, right? 
So it's the use of catalyst in a efficient way that does the potentiation of uh, the matrix of spirit. In general, um, it's seeking um, that is matrix potentiating. Potentiation of matrix of mind, potentiation of matrix of spirit, um, both proceed through what Ra calls efficient use of catalyst, which means using life experience to develop, you know, those matrices. However, for the spirit, we're also talking about spiritual practices, meaning any real spiritual practice, such as meditation, or intensive study, or dialogue with a teacher, or the magical arts, white or black, positive or negative path, uh, or the austerities, uh, mantra, and all sorts of things. Uh, spiritual practices, spiritual techniques, uh, live in the life of the monk or the yogi, um, like that, that particularly is the catalyst that may efficiently be used to potentiate matrix of spirit, uh, which is again to further activate six chakra and then coordinate six with one through five and seven by activation, you know, uh, activation to the gateway or contact with intelligent infinity seven. Um, the coordination, there's the activation of six ray, there's its coordination with lower centers, and then there's its linkage to seven and coordination with, or, you know, its, its efficient activate, its efficient use as gateway to intelligent infinity. Those are three different aspects of six chakra work, or potentiation of matrix of spirit, or uh, six chakra full development. And that's done by the adept. And you really just can't do that. <clears throat> with normal social family work uh, obligations. It just can't, because the direction of normal life is to the physical, emotional, mental, social, which is right, fine, no problem. But <clears throat> it, it's the outer, not the inner, that is the proper focus of the worldly. <clears throat> and um, it's very difficult, actually, to <clears throat> focus on the inner with um, continuing uh, obligations and responsibilities to the outer. So what about this excursion into Matrix of Spirit? Ra AD 13 says, The excursion of which you speak and the process of dissociation is most usually linked with that archetype you call hope, which we would prefer to call faith. <clears throat> this archetype is the catalyst of the spirit, so the Rider Waite deck is called the star, 17. The archetype is the catalyst of spirit, third in the series. And because the illuminations of the potentiator of the spirit, because of the illuminations of the potentiator of the spirit, will begin to cause these changes in the adept's viewpoint. Uh, and Don is getting all sort of messed up here in 8014, said, I didn't intend to get too far ahead of my questioning, meaning he's <laughs> Rod jumps from matrix of spirit the catalyst of spirit um, through potentiator, so 15, 16, 17, and Don realized he got a little too far ahead of himself, 80, 14. I didn't intend to get too far ahead of my questioning process here. The either positively or negatively polarized adept then is building a potential to draw directly on the spirit for power. Is this correct? Um, 
you see the whole discussion of the chakras was not recognized by Don or present brought in by Ra here. If we had linked, <laughs> as I am doing, uh, the work on um, all 21 cards, all seven archetypes of the three cycles, mind, body, spirit, link that to the work on the chakras, we would get a lot of a lot more anchoring or grounding. But Ross said it would be more proper to say that the adept is calling directly through the spirit to the universe for its power, for the spirit is a shuttle, shuttle to shuttle or gateway to intelligent infinity. Six to seven. Six ray, seventh ray, indigo ray, violet ray, as far as I know. And that shuttle shuttle is funny, it's like a Star Trek shuttle. <clears throat> a shuttle is sort of um, that which transits on a bridge uh, to and fro from this to that side, from one end to the other of the bridge, or passes along a conduit from a gateway to a destination and goes back and forth. That is the link of six and seven, seems to me. And so what the adept does is calling through the spirit complex, which really means using six chakra, to the universe, which is seventh chakra. Seventh chakra is very transpersonal. It's really trans-octavic, uh, because seven and eight are not much different and could even be seen as two sides of the same plane. Seventh plane, eighth plane, seven, eight density. Um, the boundary. The boundary. <clears throat> There's this side of the boundary and that side of the boundary, or the field that is the um, octavic gateway. This side and that side uh, are two views of one. And seven and eight could be called the universe. So Adept calls directly through spirit or six ray, I'd say, to seven for power. Spirit is a shuttle. The nature of spirit complex, in fact, itself is a shuttle from mind-body to the Logos. Spirit complex itself can be seen as a shuttle and gateway communicator between mind-body in the octave and the Logos outside. Likewise, um, between higher self and mind-body-spirit complex incarnate. Another shuttle or gateway um, um, resource for connection and transmission reception, particularly reception. So, but this excursion, I don't know what excursion this could be, this excursion into matrix of spirit it's not really an excursion, but I don't know what this is, but this movement out to um, Ra may not know what Don means, and it's not clear if he knows what he means, but um, whatever this, whatever he means, um, Ra at 8013 is saying, uh, this process of dissociation, which we can see very much from, it's with dissociation from unhelpful linkage to mind and body linkages of lower chakra to uh, other people and other ways, it's actually, at some level, uh, dissociation from identification with mind-body. The, the, the adept is one who learns that, that self and true identity, true nature, is not mind-body. It's not even spirit. It's that which gave rise to mind-body-spirit. Identity is the source of conception. 
true identity is ultimately the logos and that's not a conception <laughs> it's the source of conception and so and Ross said when they get a seven density they'll have no memory and no identity and of course you know oh identity falls away um, whatever excursion is being presented and this process of dissociation that I think we covered pretty well Ross says that 8013 is linked to hope the archetype card hope or faith or star which is catalyst of spirit which is that which feeds further potentiation of the matrix of spirit and says because of the illuminations of the potentiator spirit meaning the capacity uh, for uh, quantum quanta uh, expansions of perception you know, expansion, the, the expansion of consciousness comes through expansion of perception it's the perception uh, very much associated with the higher jhanas <laughs> infinity of space, infinity of consciousness nothingness, neither perception nor non-perception perception of unity you see even awareness of unity is a perception uh, that may, you know, that is, that is the basis of that conception. We call it unity. That's the naming activity based on a perception that itself is really pre-conceptual, but it is a perception. And so eventually perception falls away too. But um, catalyst of spirit is that which feeds the matrix or um, it may be used well to self-potentiate matrix of spirit or further do the work on six chakra, which again is you know in itself and coordinated with the lower and um, as gateway shuttle to seven. And so, this continued uh, efficient use of catalyst of spirit continues the potentiation of spirit and distills experience uh, into that which uh, feeds the significator or the sun and so and that causes will begin to cause changes in the adept's viewpoint the adept is one who already has changes in their viewpoint <laughs> they, they, you're not an adept if you have a, an unchanged viewpoint from ordinary folks so the adept has a changed viewpoint and that's profoundly associated with that status uh, of being called an adept and so there are further changes that come from further efficient use of catalyst of spirit, which again is uh, very significantly spiritual practices. And that further potentiates spirit or does six-ray work and further causes further, further, further uh, changes in view so that eventually they realize that all views are empty. Even view is empty. Naming activity is sunya. Gautama knows that. Even naming activity, naming activity itself is sunya, is empty, is insubstantial concept is Maya <laughs> so that's uh, <laughs> freedom from viewpoint going on we are not going to finish this session today oh well uh, but we'll go on uh, 80.15 and this will be the last for today Don gets it together and asks a very important question here it says now the obvious only significant difference, I believe, between the positive and negative adept in using this shuttle is the way they had polarized. The, is there a relationship between the archetypes of the spirit 
and the whether the polarization is positive or negative. Is is there is for instance the positive calling through the sixteenth and the negative calling through the fifteenth archetype. I am very confused on these points and I imagine that question is poor or meaningless. Can you answer that? <laughs> yes indeed it is kind of confused. But it's an important point in terms of those on the two paths, adepts on the two paths, how do they use the you know the 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 catalyst, the matrix and potentiator of spirit and catalyst? Do they use them differently? Do they call differently? It's not exactly how he thinks of it, but and Ross says, um, it is a challenge to answer such a query, for there is some confusion in its construction. However, we shall attempt to speak upon the subject. And that's just the case for everybody who tries to answer a question. When the construction of the question is confused, uh, it's hard to answer, it's hard to target what the person wants to know. And so if you want to get a good if you want an answer make a real good question make a very careful question then you're going to get your answer and if you can't make a good question um, it'll be hard to get an answer or to get clear because you're not sure what you want to know anyway going on to complete 8015 um, Ross said the adept whether positive or negative has the same matrix. The potentiator is also identical. Due to the catalyst of each adept, the adept may begin to pick and choose into pick and choose that into which it shall look further. The experience of the spirit, that which you've called the moon, is then by far the more manifest of influences upon the polarity of the adept. Even the most unhappy of experiences, shall we say which seem to occur in the catalyst of the adept, seen from the viewpoint of the spirit, may, with the discrimination possible in shadow, be worked with until light equaling the light of brightest noon descends upon the adept, and positive or service to others illumination has occurred. The service to self adept will satisfy itself with the shadows, and, grasping the light of day, will toss back the head in grim laughter, preferring the darkness." And bear in mind there's a difference between the negative adept, serves the self adept, grasping the light of day versus um, the continuing adept or the positively oriented adept or the balanced adept, grasping the light of the sun. The light of the sun and the light of the day are different. The light of the day is reflected sun from the moon. The light of the sun is the source of light. So grasping the light of the sun is becoming one with the Logos, ultimately. And not my will but thine be done. Grasping the light of the day is working with the temporal transient appearances uh, that are intrinsically polarized, like day-night. It's a temporary uh, reflected light rather than a timeless, um, essential light, uh, an eternal light that gave rise to light. (laughs) The source of light is the light of the sun.
The light of the sun is the source of power that gave rise to all light, day and night. And yet, the negative adept plays with the light of the day. So that's a big difference. The light of the day and the light of the sun are qualitatively different. So Atman stands with the light of the sun. That's why he's called a sub-sub-logos. The uh, positive person can draw an Atman in a way that the negative cannot because they reject love unity. They don't realize that all is one and that they are <laughs> simply a wave on the ocean and um, all beings uh, reflect the one light which is profoundly love and that the basis of vibration is love <laughs> not Satan uh, which is nothing actually so lots and lots of self-delusion on the negative path um, and it's uh, always been very popular in throughout the 3D cycle here. So, for the positive and negative adept, they have the same matrix, they have the same potentiator, um, six chakra is the same, and the way that it's developed at a certain level is the same. However, um, they use catalysts differently, and they choose or generate catalysts differently. So the usage or utilization, the efficient use of catalysts, for the adept, which is a person who's using life experience and spiritual practice to continue their path or to continue development, continue uh, activation or potentiation of matrix of spirit or six ray. They create polar different catalysts, catalysts that's diametrically opposed. They uh, pick and choose catalysts, thereby creating further catalysts in polarized or opposite, diametrically opposed ways and they see catalysts differently. So they pick and choose into that which they'll look further, or to that into which it shall look further. Uh, and that looking further is paying attention. Um, will you do this practice or that? Will you choose to exploit the person's weakness, or understand them further to love them more, more carefully? I can see your mind. Will I use that to exploit you? Or will I use that to um, focus my love light offering uh, so you may help yourself? Uh, seeing the hidden, what will you do with it? Will you use it for self-gain of um, what? <laughs> dirt, more dirt, uh, matter, you know, a yacht, and a mansion and a yacht, and uh, things like that? You have six castles. Um, or will you use the invisible uh, to glory in the light of the sun uh, and radiate the glory of the light of the sun freely, seeking nothing, seeking simply to continue uh, enjoying the light of the sun. It's not grasping the light of the sun, my dear Ra. It's actually uh, basking um, selflessly, basking beyond identity in the light of the sun and becoming transparent in in the one light of the sun grasping nothing so what will you do when you see what will you do with what you know what will you do when you have access to power so that's the picking and choosing and that's diametrically opposed for those on either path then experience of the catalyst or experience of the of the spirit or moon 
as Ross said, it's more manifest of influences upon the polarity or manifests the polarity more so even than catalyst. So the way people respond to catalyst uh, or the, the spiritual practices that are performed or chosen also um, shows the beginning of the dis difference between those on the positive, those on the negative side or the positive negative adepts. But particularly in terms of experience, or their distillation of love light, or their distillation or um, generation of uh, experience from catalyst is most distinct for those on positive and negative paths as adept. Meaning, um, you know, <laughs> the, the negative adept is like um, Rasputin, and the positive adept is like Webu uh, Sayadaw. Okay? Rasputin surrounds himself with wealthy women and screws them all and screws their mind and graduated to 40 negative. And Weibo Sayadaw follows his breath all the time <laughs> and sleeps two hours a night um, and is beyond everything. He's beyond arising and passing away and dies without remainder and leaves the octave. Take your choice. Then, <laughs> in terms of catalyst, Ra said, even the most unhappy experiences, like, um, you know, I give a lecture and nobody comes, um, which seem to occur in the catalyst that I have seen from viewpoint of spirit, may with discrimination possible in shadow, which means looking into what's really happening, looking more deeply, seeing into, not fashioning, seeing into. Um, I had this experience I, I actually had a lecture long long ago in Long Island or somewhere and it was in the 90s nobody came not one person and I knew it was a setup I was sitting in a room with chairs arrayed around me in a small circle not one person was there only the owners of the little spiritual bookstore and they didn't even come into the room <laughs> they were out doing their thing in the main room and I sat there and um, I thought I knew it was a setup like not even one came and then taking the train back to Manhattan I actually had a moment of bliss <laughs> because I realized oh there are many beings with me here I could see I could feel the beings in the room actually before and on the train I reflected on oh what a setup um, for me to see the invisible more clearly and appreciate those that did come invisibly and I was so happy that no human came because I realized that, that I could see um, those who invisibly were there and know them there and feel their love and feel their appreciation and my gratitude for their coming and, and the whole experience. And I, and I felt such joy on that train going home <laughs> after that. It was very bizarre. And... Um, Maybe that's um, this discrimination possible in shadow, work with until light equaling the light of the brightest noon descends upon the adept, and positive or serves to others, illumination has occurred. So the raw is very stiff, you know? They're ET. ETs are stiff. So that's why they come to Earth and get knocked around a little bit. Um, how about one can realize the hidden and um, more deeply understanding um, multidimensional reality.
find the moment contains love or find um, the perfection of the moment uh, beyond appearances. And that's comparable to uh, the light of brightest noon descending upon the adept and service to others' illumination. You know, <clears throat> it seems to me illumination is not positive or negative. It's simply an expansion of... It's simply further activation of six-ray and its coordination with other chakras. Uh, it will be used further by the positive adept in ways of love, wisdom, and, and service to other. But it's... I don't know if I'd call it service to others' illumination, but it's surely further activation of six-ray on, on a positive path. On the other hand, the negative fellow says, ha 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 ha, I don't care about Webu Sayadaw, what a loser, just following his breath in a little rag in the forest, the hot forest of Burma, I want castles and um, a seat on the board on Mars, ha ha ha, and tosses his head back in grim laughter and prefers darkness, they're the dirt eaters, they prefer Maya, they'd rather be a slave, they'd rather rule in hell than serve in heaven. So, here they are, making humanity and civilization a hell, so they can rule in hell further, um, preferring that than serving in heaven. Okay, fine. So they'll go off to another 3D planet. But they just don't know that their bosses are fucking them. <laughs> Every one of them is screwed by their boss. And will continue being screwed by their boss. Because that's the boss's plan. So, <laughs> that's what they have to look forward to. Uh, throwing their head back in grim laughter, um, mocking Webu Sayadaw, and preferring the darkness of further uh, hell mind, hell realm in 3D space-time, uh, and further beyond, uh, preferring that. Okie dokie, have a good time. And so, yes, the 19th card is Significator of Spirit, which we won't do until next time. Uh, we'll finish here at 8015. Next time, pick up at 8016. Jump into the fifth card in the cycle of uh, Spirit, uh, the archetypes of uh, Spirit Complex. Fifth is Significator of Spirit. And um, I think we got a pretty good overview here of the first four cards and the work of. Um, Activation of Six Chakra, uh, Potentiation of Matrix of Spirit, the sense that there's the working with uh, seeing, um, seeing catalyst or using illumination to further uh, expand perception and consciousness, uh, and the access and utilization of power on either path, which then feeds uh, polarized experience <clears throat> for those on a positive and negative path and at the level of adept or working with six ray. Uh, but it's important not to grope in the moonlight and uh, fall, continue to make missteps for those on the positive path. So anyway, thank you very much for being here. I hope it was helpful. <laughs> thank you, Ra and Don and Carla and Jim. See you next time, and good night.